Hi, my name is Pamela Coons, Associate Professor of Medicine in the Division of Oncology at Yale School of Medicine and Yale Cancer Center. I'm excited to announce ASCO's new open access journal, JCO Oncology Advances. As the inaugural editor-in-chief, I hope to support JCO Oncology Advances to become the premier platform to bridge the gap between accessible scientific research and clinical care. Stay tuned for more information, including new article types, at ascopubs.org forward slash JCO Oncology Advances. We look forward to seeing your submissions in spring of 2024. This GCO podcast provides observations and commentary on the article Minimal Residual Disease Assessed by Multiparameter for Cytometry in Multiple Myeloma. Impact on Outcome in the MRC Myeloma 9 Study by Andy Rostrom and colleagues. My name is Jesus San Miguel. I am Professor and Head of Hematology at the University Hospital of Salamanca in Spain. My oncology specialty is hematology. Minimal residual disease evaluation, also called MRT, is widely used for disease monitoring in acute leukemias and lymphoproliferative disorders, and it is mandatory in chronic myeloleukemia, acute promelocytic, and lymphoblastic leukemias. By contrast, in multiple myeloma, MRT investigations are scanty, probably because only recently to achieve CR complete response has become a treatment goal. With the introduction of autologous stem cell transplant, and particularly novel agents, the CR rate in multiple myeloma has increased to around 50% in transplanted patients and up to 30% in the elderly population. Two main techniques are used for evaluation of minimal residual disease in bone marrow. Allelic, a specific oligonucleotide PCR, also called ASPCR, and multiparameter flow cytometry immunophenotyping. The four medias is associated with higher sensitivity, 10 to the minus 6 versus 10 to the minus 4, although the newer generation of eight color flow cytometers may have sensitivities approaching 10 to the minus 6. By contrast, in multiple myeloma, multiparametric flow is more broadly applicable than PCR. 95% versus 75% of patients, and less time-consuming, since ASO-PCR requires sequencing of the CDR3 region in order to design specific primers for the follow-up of residual tumor cells. In multiple myeloma, MRT investigation by multiparameter flow implies the identification and diagnosis of phenotypic aberrances in myelomatose plasma cells that are absent in normal plasma cells in order to design a custom-built phenotypic probe for the detection of residual myelomatose plasma cells during follow-up. It is important to note that MRD monitoring may not be as reliable in multiple myeloma as compared to acute leukemias since the pattern of bone marrow infiltration in multiple myeloma is not uniform and thus the possibility of residual myelomatose plasma cells in another area cannot be excluded, leading to false negative results. Moreover, 
extramedullary disease may be present, and for this reason, evaluation of disease outside the bone marrow using high-sensitive imaging methods such as CT-PET is highly attractive as a complementary MRT tool. By contrast, neither the kappa-lambda ratios by immunohistochemistry that is used for the definition of stringent CR, but with low sensitivity in the post-treatment setting due to the regeneration of normal polyclonal plasma cells, nor the standard phase analysis should be considered as MRT techniques. The aim of MRT is double, to evaluate the depth of response with the hypothesis that similar to CML, the better the quality of the response, the longer the survival, and to monitor treatment efficacy in order to avoid both over and under treatment. In the article that, that accompanies this podcast, Raustron and colleagues on behalf of the MRC Myeloma Group have addressed both aims in a very large series of patients divided into two cohorts, intensive and non-intensive treated patients. First, the authors shows that the persistence of minimal residual disease, more than one per 10 to the minus four residual myelomatose plasma cells, evaluated on day plus 100 after autologous stem cell transplantation or at the end of induction therapy in the non-intensive cohort in 684 and 510 patients, respectively, was associated with both shorter PFS and overall survival, although for the later, the difference did not reach statistical significance in the, intens in the intensive cohort, p-value of 0.07. Moreover, the prognostic significance of MRT was also demonstrable in patients who were already in CR immunofixation negative, as well as in those with either favorable or adverse cytogenetics. This data confirmed the previous results reported by the Spanish Jim Petema group and support the concept of immunophenotypic response recently introduced in the international response criteria as a prognostic tool for risk stratification. Raustron and colleagues also demonstrate the value of false cytometry MRT for monitoring treatment efficacy. This includes induction, intensification, and maintenance therapy. In induction treatment, by showing the superiority of thalidomide-containing regimes versus conventional chemotherapy in both treatment pathways. In the intensification treatment, since MRD demonstrated more than threefold increase in MRD negativity following autologous transplant, supporting the role of autologous transplant as an effective component of myeloma therapy. And last but not least, during maintenance therapy, by showing that thalidomide induces further tumor depletion in one-third of patients with detectable disease at day plus 100, and the particularly favorable outcome for those patients who were MRD negative and received thalidomide maintenance. Moreover, as reported by Paiva et al., and also here confirmed, to monitor treatment efficacy before and after transplanted contributed to identify 
high-sensitive subset of patients with long-term PFS, those that are MRD negative at both time points. Finally, MRD may also contribute to the identification of patients at high risk of unsustained CR, those with adversity genetics and persistent MRD positivity after autologous stem cell transplant. Overall, it is remarkable to see the agreement between these MRC results and those reported by the Spanish myeloma group, since they derive from independent large series of patients, including young and elderly cases, and different flow cytometry centers, a single referral laboratory in the MRC trial, and three different ones in the Spanish trials, which speaks in favor of the reproducibility and clinical value of the technique. Now is probably the right time to implement MRD analysis by multiparametric flow as a prospective tool for evaluation of immunophenotypic response and monitoring treatment efficacy at large cooperative groups and myeloma referral centers. This concludes this GCO podcast. Thank you very much for listening. For more original research, editorials, and review articles, please visit us online at jco.org. This production is copyrighted to the American Society of Clinical Oncology. Thank you for listening.